0: Welcome to Conversations with Erin and Jill on the Let Your Heart with Hope podcast. If you are listening to these in order, you know that last week was Thanksgiving, so I hope you all had an amazing Thanksgiving. Once again, I just want to say that we are so thankful for each and every one of you who have listened.
1: Yes. And our last episode, we talked about the fact that we were going to have to cook Thanksgiving dinner. (laughs) We were Uh, worried. We We were worried. worried. And I just want you to know, and I hope this is an encouragement to you, it was amazing. Yes. So, it was. I mean, if you're ever in a situation where you're unsure or you're concerned that something isn't going to turn out, dive right in and do it. <laughs> we had so much fun and the the thing is, we had so much fun and we enjoyed it so much and the food was so good that we want to do it again for Christmas. And my mom and dad are going to be home, so my mom actually could cook for our Christmas dinner. However, because Thanksgiving was such a success. We are going to cook for my mom and dad. Well, and shout out to Grandma because she's the one that gave us the recipes.
0: So we really couldn't do it without her. Yes. But yeah, so we just want to say happy Thanksgiving again to all of you. And I just want to encourage you if you're listening to this and you didn't listen to last week's episode, even though it's not Thanksgiving, this episode really applies to everyone because it has to do with really battling depression during the holidays. And so I just want to encourage you to go back and listen to that
1: if you haven't, and that if that's something you struggle with. Absolutely. And it's encouragement for anyone in any season going through right. deep depression. But specifically, we did focus on the holiday season, which we are in the midst of right now. So What is today? Today is Cyber Monday.
0: (laughs) When we're recording this on Cyber Monday.
1: And I just want to say, too, that, you know, Black Friday, the whole thing and all the sales, like they start like in the summer now. Pretty much everything (laughs) is like fast tracked, it seems. But Aaron sent all of us this thing that I think is so interesting. And Jim has believed this all along. Jim (laughs) says to me, he says, Jill. He's like, there's not sales. They mark it up. And then when they see you coming in the store, they mark it down so that you think that you're getting a deal and you're really not. Well, you know what? It works. It does. (laughs) It does work. We fall for it because you know what? The truth is, we're mindful about right. how we spend money and we want a good deal. Doesn't anyone right. want a good deal? Right. <laughs> and if you think you're saving money, it's a blessing. And right. but Aaron, anyway, Aaron sent this. What was it through? I think TikTok? It, I
0: think it was TikTok. Yeah basically what this video was showing is that people were going up to like these signs on different items. I think one place was like target and they moved like the front label of like what the sales price was. And right behind it, it was like the exact same price. So it wasn't actually on sale. Now. I don't know if this is like an everywhere thing. I'm sure it's not, but I thought that that was very interesting.
1: Yeah, that's very interesting. And speaking of shopping and the holidays. I don't know about you, the listener, but I have a tendency to be a little more anxious yes. when it comes to shopping during the holidays. And obviously this question that was shared with us is probably you know not involving the holidays, but the holidays do have a tendency to make us more anxious. And I think that's because of expectations. I think that's because we want to bless people. We want to get nice gifts for people. And you know sometimes that's hard to do or... You know, the holidays are obviously, you know, the time of the year. Sometimes you are around family members that you're uncomfortable with and you don't get along with. And so there's just so much going on during the holidays that can make us even more anxious. Exactly. And this specific person's question was, how do you guys deal
0: with being anxious? And yes, you're right that a lot of times during the holidays, anxiety is spiked for all the reasons that you said. But I think what this person is asking is, in general, how do we deal with anxiety? And so that's what
1: we're going to talk about today. Okay. Before we dive in, I just want to share this because it does have to do with anxiety in a very interesting kind of way. Last night, the Buffalo Bills played the Philadelphia Eagles. And literally this game, oh my goodness. I I can't remember the last time I watched a game like this that was so intense. Like It went into overtime and the whole thing. And Cameron progressively got more anxious and literally, <laughs> now, I, and I it's funny, but it, it was not actually funny. I mean, she was like all of a sudden then her stomach started to hurt, and then she started to get a really bad headache. and it just oh I was like, gosh. Cameron. I was like, Cameron, you have to breathe. Like I definitely knew <laughs> that the headache was because she was not deep breathing at all. Like she was holding her breath through most of the game. And like I said, this is a silly example, but it literally happened last night. And it just shows how much anxiety and being worried and fearful yeah. can impact your physical health like right. in an immediate way. I know this is just like kind of a funny example, but it happened last night. But it just goes to show you how anxiety absolutely impacts you physically. That's a really funny example of Cam,
0: especially because you were sending me videos. We were not (laughs) together during this game, so you were sending me videos of Cam literally pacing back and forth in the living room. Um, But I just want to say that anxiety obviously has different levels to it, but also anxiety is a very real, difficult mental health issue. It's something that you and I have both dealt with. And I think a lot of times in our world right now, especially today, people kind of throw around the word anxiety, when in reality, they may just be stressed out about something. And there's a difference between stress and anxiety. There's a difference between anxiety and fear. And I think that there's a healthy fear. And the reality is, is our bodies... Respond to anxiety, like you were saying, whether it's a stomach ache or a headache or whatever fin- physical manifestation of anxiety we're experiencing, it's often a signal to tell us, like, hey, something's wrong here or right, right. a perceived threat. And I think that's really, you know, anxiety is we're perceiving something to be a threat. We're thinking that something is going to happen in the future that we don't even know is going to right. happen. And so we're going to share some of the ways that. We have found really help us with anxiety. And I just want to say, too, one of the main things that has helped me with anxiety is to be in the moment. Because, like Mm. I just said, anxiety is really projecting things in the future and thinking that something bad is going to happen in the future and fearing that. When if we just stay in the moment right where we are, we won't allow our
1: minds to go to that place of just extreme anxiety. I agree, Aaron. And it is so hard sometimes to be in the moment. I struggle with that. I'll be the first one to like admit that I struggle with being in the moment. I struggle with taming my mind and helping my mind to stay present instead of like thinking about what's coming and thinking about possibilities that can happen and the probability of those things happening. And it's just, and I think it's because I feel like for me anyway it's because of the things i already have experienced right because Which i are yeah because i already have gone through worst case scenarios i kind of project situations and think oh what if this happens right. or what if and we will just you know what ifs will kill us <laughs> i mm-hmm. mean it's like we can what if our whole life away and that doesn't benefit anyone I want to talk about the physical aspect because we were already talking about that in regard to Cameron, you know, watching a football game, which is silly again, but there are a lot of physical things that you can address when you are dealing with anxiety. I know for me, there's very specific things that I did. And I still do when I start to feel anxious that help me with the physical aspect of anxiety. And first and foremost is, and I talk about this in other episodes, is movement, walking, exercising. And one of the things that I do, and you know this, because you guys, you and Aaron, or you and Cameron will be like, Mom, are you stressed (laughs) out? It's eye clean. Okay. One of the things that I do when I am thinking too much. When I'm overthinking or anxious about something, I'll clean and organize. And that's just one of my ways to move and to do something with my body so that I can start to, you know, release that anxiety in some way. In fact, one of my friends actually told me, she's like, when you die, I am going to put a cleaning <laughs> spray bottle in your gasket, which is oh like, my oh my gosh. goodness. Okay. But, I love cleaning and I think it's because too I can control the outcome. Mm, You know how when you clean, you see something and then you start cleaning and the end result, you see the before and after. And so it you gives you some satisfaction and joy, really. But definitely movement and walking. And included in that too is breathing exercises. You hear a lot about that. And I know that when I tell you guys to breathe. These are the things that I say to the girls, okay? When they're dealing with anxiety themselves, like Cameron will be getting ready to go on a flight or, you know, Erin, you've got something going on with you. What are the things I say? What are the two things that I always say? Breathe and drink water. Right. (laughs) Those are like the main ones. Right. So breathe and hydrate. Now I'm saying more hydrate, not just water, like add electrolytes. So that's another thing. So breathing. Um, There are a ton of breathing apps out there, but it has helped me. It Mm -hmm. really has. I mean, sometimes when I'm so anxious and I'll start to feel a headache, if I start doing some breathing, it will help and it will go away, which is also why I walk because I'm getting more, you know, oxygen and it's the moving helps with the breathing and they kind of go hand in hand really. Another thing about
0: breathing too is not only does it provide oxygen to your brain, but it also allows you to focus on something else. I know that there mm, are a lot yes. of breathing exercises that are like box breathing, I think it's right. called, and you know, you have to count seconds up in your breath and then hold and then exhale and I just think for me when I've done those exercises before it helps me to get my mind off of whatever it is that I'm
1: anxious about. And in addition to breathing, is, and everyone knows this, is sleep. Which sleep can be really hard when you're anxious
0: because right. oftentimes, I don't know about you or the listener, but sometimes I'm the most anxious when I get in bed because those are the moments where you stop, right. where you're still. And so when your physical body stops, oftentimes your mind starts to
1: run. That is me. That is me. Yeah. Even though I love getting into bed, <laughs> I, I used to think I was really weird. Like, I loved getting into bed and getting ready to go to sleep. But um, it's just one of my things. Well, and, and it's restorative time, right. it's meant to restore your body. We all need sleep for really
0: our bodies to heal. I mean, doctors talk about that, right. about how your body needs rest in order to heal mentally, physically, emotionally. It's all connected to our bodies. Anything that has to do with our mental health
1: is connected to our physical health. Right. Sleep is so vital. We all know that. And you know what? There are various supplements out there that can help you with sleep. Also, I just want to add you know, we're talking about the physical body still. I have been told numerous times to not drink caffeine. Okay. I know no <laughs> one is going to like that. I know that all the coffee drinkers out there, guess what? Decaf coffee is actually really good. It tastes the same.
0: If you're like me and you drink coffee for the comfort and the taste, decaf really isn't that bad. But a lot of people use caffeine to like stay Right, right.
1: So, but that is a suggestion that I would make regarding your physical health when you're struggling with anxiety is eliminate caffeine. Well, and I just want to go
0: back to, you know, sleep too is another component, not only with like caffeine, but also social media. Mm -hmm. I think for me being on social media right before I go to bed is one, you know, I'm sure people have read studies out there, but the lighting on your phone
1: is really bad before you
0: go to bed. But also I think that being on our phones right before we go to bed is our minds are working 10 times more because we're thinking about something. We're looking at something. right? And I find myself oftentimes when I'm on social media, right before I go to bed, it takes me longer to fall asleep because I'm thinking about exactly what I just looked at. Right. And for a while I did go um, without looking at my phone before I fell asleep and I had so much better sleep. So that's something I'm working on and it's not always
1: easy, but it it's vital. Yeah. I mean, cause like I know that I should not be looking at my phone when I get into bed like I know that but it's like I'm going going all day long and then that's my time to like it's almost like my comfort time I get into bed yeah. I scroll through Instagram and lately I do my online shopping for Christmas <laughs> but <laughs> well, no. now that now's the time to do that but I know that it's not healthy for me
0: Well and let's talk about social media in general mm. because I think for me social media oftentimes causes me more anxiety, whether that's comparing myself to somebody else on social media, whether that's seeing the news, things that are going on all over the world that are heartbreaking and terrifying. When I see these things, it often fuels my own anxiety, which is why, you know, if I'm going to be on social media, I want to follow people that are worth following. And so I follow certain accounts that, are encouraging and that lift me up and that I can read God's word and, or I can be encouraged by someone else. Because if I'm, I mean, I'm on social media. So if I'm going to be on social media- That is what you do
1: for a career. Right. That is my
0: job currently. (laughs) But if I'm going to be on social media, I want to follow things that are going to uplift me and not
1: cause me more anxiety. Really what you're talking about is protecting yourself. Right limiting social media, turning off the TV, you are protecting your mental, your physical, your spiritual health. Mm -hmm. Um, So being mindful of what you're taking in on a daily basis is absolutely important and necessary because we are inundated. Like let's just, I mean, we are inundated with information 24 seven. We have got to protect what we take in. Well, and not only do we need to protect
0: what we take in in terms of social media and the news, but also the people that we're around. If we are around toxic, unhealthy people that are going to cause us more anxiety, then we're only hurting our mental health. We're only hurting our physical health truthfully. And I know that it's easy on social media. You can mute people so that you don't see their stories or their posts, but in real life, it can be hard. And that's why I think it's so important to put your mental health first, guard your mind, guard your heart, and be wise about who you spend your time with. Well,
1: and that also makes me think of the fact that we need community. Right. Healthy community. Right. Healthy community because isolation only- fuels anxiety. Oh yeah. It fuels depression. It fuels anxiety. And you need people. We need to be in community. So it's so important that we are diligent- and strategic, really, in who we spend time with when we are struggling with anxiety.
0: Yeah. I also want to add to that because also I think that it is so life-giving and helps with anxiety when we're giving to others, Mm, when we're investing in other people, when we are the community that someone else needs, when we're pouring into their life. I know for me that moments when I'm really not anxious. And when I feel so filled up and so grateful is when I get to pour into other people's lives, whether that's through the podcast, whether it's through social media, whether it's sitting down with a friend and having coffee, it is so important to invest in other people because the truth is, is when we're pouring into someone else,
1: it's really pouring back into us. Right. And it takes our mind off of ourselves. Right. Anxiety has a tendency to really make you consumed with yourself, make you consumed with your thoughts. And when you are focusing on someone else, focusing on something else, Mm -hmm. it allows your mind to focus on that other thing instead of what you're thinking and what you're ruminating on. So wow, that is a really good one. Really, it's thank you for
0: sharing that. Well, I know that it has helped me so much. So I Hope that it also helps someone else out there who is struggling with anxiety. And a few things that I want to say regarding just some of the things that you have said is being consumed with our thoughts. And we did an episode a while ago called Feelings Aren't Facts. Mm. And when we are consumed with anxiety... It's oftentimes based on how we feel about something. Mm-hmm. We feel afraid. We feel worried about something. We feel like things are going to go wrong. Well, our feelings aren't always facts. Right. So I think it's important to keep that in mind. And also another one is speaking the truth out loud. Because when we speak the truth out loud, anxiety
1: doesn't have the hold on us that it once did. Right. And it's focusing on what's true Right. in the midst of that. Like you said, speaking the truth out loud, writing it down. I mean, Mm -hmm. that has been very valuable for me. Having a journal or writing, you know, scriptures, specific scriptures that we'll share on three by five cards, carrying them around, reminding yourself of what is true when your mind is all over the place and your thoughts are, you know, heading down a fearful path. Like you need to remind yourself about what is true and focus on that. Let's talk about
0: some of those verses. One verse that comes to mind I'm not sure what the reference is. So mom, maybe you can help me with this, but it says, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything with prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God.
1: And then the rest of that is in the peace of God, God, which transcends all understanding will guard guard your heart and mind mind in Christ Jesus. We just did that. I love that. We just
0: did that. And you know why? Because we have written those things down. I've written that verse down so many times. I have lived that verse out. I have it hidden in my heart. and But I also want to say that there have been seasons of my life where I've said, okay, God, you say to not be anxious about anything, but like, how can I do that? Right. How can I not be anxious about anything? Well, if we look at the verse,
1: it gives us the answer to not being anxious about anything. Right. And let's say it again. And it's in Philippians, by the way. Philippians 4, 6 through 7. Do not be anxious about anything. But in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. So let's just talk about that. In every situation. Right. Our anxiety, that came right after do not be anxious. So, I mean, it, the way I understand that is like, you're going to be in a situation. If you're in a situation and you're feeling anxious about that, go to prayer.
0: Well, and God clearly knows that we're going to be in situations where we're going to be anxious. That's why he gave us this verse for us to go to when we
1: are anxious. That's right. So, and what do we do? By prayer and petition. So we go to God. Right,
0: right. I mean,
1: that's what prayer is. It's talking to God. Mm -hmm. And so we go to him in prayer with thanksgiving, with gratitude. God, thank you that I can come to you. Thank you, God, that you already know that I'm anxious right now. And so I'm coming to you. I'm coming to you with how I'm feeling right now. All of my thoughts, Lord, I need help. I mean, I'm just like praying out loud right now, basically. But I mean, that's how I am with God. Like, I just come to him. I'm like, you know how I feel right now. You know what I'm dealing with. Please help me. Right. And that's prayer. And that's presenting our requests to God. And God knows. And he says
0: that when we come to him, his peace that surpasses all understanding
1: will guard our hearts and minds. And I just love that because we need his peace. Right. And you know I don't think we really even fully know how to guard our own hearts and minds. Yeah. And it is his peace that does that. And so what do we do? I mean, he just literally told us what to do. Mm-hmm. Do not be anxious, but come to me. Yeah. Come to me with all that you're going through. Another verse that I love is
0: cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. I love that. I love that so much. And it gives me so much comfort because I can know that God cares enough about whatever it is that I'm right. anxious about, big or small. He cares about what is causing me anxiety. And right. He wants me to cast all of my anxiety onto him because he Is our peace. He is Mm. what is going to give our heart
1: and our mind the peace that
0: we need in the midst of our anxiety.
1: I think there are so many. In fact, you know what? This might be a small, like, devotional book, Aaron, or another one of your booklets. Like, I believe there are so many verses that Mm -hmm. can help with anxiety. I know you can obviously Google it, but I, I mean, I know that I have found so much hope and encouragement through the word of God. Another one I was thinking of while we were talking is again in Philippians, Philippians 4, 8, finally brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Mm, When we're anxious, we're not thinking about What is right or what is true or what is praiseworthy or what is excellent? We're thinking, we're fearful. So we're thinking about something maybe bad happening or we're thinking about an outcome or, you know, and that's causing us to be more anxious. Well, if we can train our minds to renew our minds on Mm -hmm. what is true, like God says to, I think that's also a very important way to walk through anxiety. And one of the ways that you can fill your mind with what's true is kind
0: of like what we said before, writing the truth down. And I think a very valuable thing that people can do is write down scripture that really addresses anxiety and addresses trust in God in the midst of circumstances where we're doubting Him or we're afraid or we are anxious. And I know something you have, Mom, is you have a little Three by, yeah. yeah, yeah. My little three by, yeah my- Your little three by five card that you put verses in. And that's a very tangible thing because oftentimes when you're so anxious, it's hard to even think about what to do to right. help with anxiety. Right. And so if you have just these little reminders that you can just pull out and read them, it can help you get out of that place of anxiety.
1: Yes. And I have those because like, I want it like you said, handy. I want it. I, 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 sometimes I carry them in my purse. You know, I have more than one. (laughs) In fact, we should, you know, that's like, and that's something too, like that we've talked about, like not only journaling and writing things down, but a way of, Doing what we're talking about is to be creative, use the gifts and talents God has given you. And and we have made journals through the years and we've made bookmarks and with verses on them. And, you know, it's taking the time in the midst of feeling anxious. You actually, you know, create something, make your journal, write it down. And it again allows you to refocus on something that is good and true. Again, these are just suggestions that Aaron and I wanted to share with you because we've walked through this, and these are things that have helped us. But ultimately, our greatest help is God. And I know that without Him, I can't even imagine taking another breath. I mean, He is everything, To me, and I need him in every single situation. I need him to function on a daily basis. And he has given us everything we need for life and godliness. And part of life does include anxiety and other issues that we have to deal with. And he's right there in the midst of it with us and wants us to come to him. So prayer has been vital in my life, and worship music has been vital for me. And, you know, all of the other things that we have shared. Mom, will you
0: end by praying for the person that's listening that is really battling anxiety right now?
1: Yes, I would love to. Heavenly Father, you know, and there is comfort in the fact that you see and you know all things. And Lord, for that person that is struggling with serious anxiety right now, you know exactly what that person needs right now in this moment, and you are their greatest need, and you will supply every need that they have according to your riches in glory in Christ. Lord, I pray that you would bring them the peace that surpasses understanding, that they would run to you with every single thing they're feeling right now, all of their thoughts, all of their worries, all of their cares and concerns. You said to cast all of our cares upon you because you care for us, and that brings us comfort too you care about us. You care about what's going on in our lives, Lord. Help us to run to you. Help us to cling to you. Help us to trust that you will be there for us, that you will never leave us nor forsake us, and that you will be our peace that surpasses all understanding. Lord, thank you so much that we can trust you to do immeasurably more in our lives, even in the midst of struggling with anxiety. In Jesus' name, amen.